While every shelter pet is unique, some love a good game of fetch. Others rather snuggle together on the couch. However, there is one thing that they all have in common. They're all pure love. Right now, millions of pets in shelters and rescues across the country are waiting to be adopted. And it just so has that one of my friends adopted a Yorkie Terrier last week. His name is Hiccup, and he's as happy as can be with his new pet owner. And a few trivia points here for you. Did you know that only 44% of dogs and 47% of cats in American homes come from animal shelters and rescue groups? Also, the unique qualities of each and every shelter pet add up to an incredible bond between every shelter pet and parent. So if you're thinking about getting a pet this holiday season, make sure to visit the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, Maddie's Fund, and the Humane Society of the United States. We've passed on all we know. A thousand generations live in you now. But this is your fight. Welcome back to Film Optics, and today we're going to be reviewing Star Wars Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. My name is Christian, and as always, I'm joined by Devin. How are you doing today, buddy? It's a great, great day, man. We just got back from watching uh, The Rise of Skywalker. We made it through the week without any spoilers. Let's... For the most part. Yeah, for, honestly, for the most part, because I, as I was watching the movie, I found out a few small little things that I noticed I glimpsed throughout the week, and I didn't realize those were spoilers or if they weren't. Um, but anyway, so the way this is going to work, uh, this is going to be our spoiler-heavy review, and uh, we also have a uh, non-spoiler review for you guys, so you can check that out. We're just doing the uh, spoiler-heavy review first, so... Um, so let's just get into it, man. So the the this is the end of the Skywalker saga. And before we begin our review today, let me read our synopsis here. So the synopsis reads, the surviving resistance faces of the 
First Order once more as Rey, Finn, and Poe Dameron's journey continues. With the power and knowledge of generations behind them, the final battle commences. Release date technically comes out tomorrow, uh, December 20th, which is probably when everyone will be listening to this because we're recording this on the 19th. Directed by J.J. Abrams, story by George Lucas, music uh, comprised by John Williams and stars Daisy Ridley. We have John Boyega, Oscar Isaac. We have Mark Hamill. The whole gang. The whole gang. Literally everybody from essentially the past two movies. You know, we got a little bit of Harrison Ford is as well. So it's that, I, that's I tell you, cool. I tell you what, I wore the, I wore the right shirt today. Oh my gosh! Yes, I was you not did. expecting that. I was not expecting that at all either. He just popped up, and I was like, okay. I'm like, if he's like a force ghost, that would be a little weird. And I was like, hmm. I'm like, oh, it's just like a figment of Ben's uh, imagination. But yeah, no, I was talking about Lando. Oh, oh, of course. That's right. You were yeah, wearing Lando I had, shirt I had, today. I had a Lando polo on today, and uh, he ended up being one of the very main characters, which was definitely a surprise. Yeah, yeah, I'm really glad they brought him back. They pretty much brought back everyone that they could. I think J.J. Abrams did a phenomenal job with this. Um, the Ron Tomato score, as of right now, it is divided, um, as always. But It's the opposite of The Last Jedi, basically. It is the opposite of The Last Jedi. So the tomato meter for critics right now is at a 57%, and the audience score is sitting at an 88 So... Yeah, this uh, this movie definitely has uh, raised some heads, and you know I think a lot of the uh, Last Jedi um, naysayers out there really enjoyed this film, and I can totally understand why. I enjoyed it as well. I think it's one of my favorites of the year, honestly, and quite possibly one of my favorite Star Wars movies too. And this amazing saga. So I guess I'll just start with you really quick, Devin. Uh, what were your initial thoughts? I guess um, coming out of the theater since we literally just got back. I think the, uh, we were texting, and I said, "There's just a lot to, lot to digest there. So, there's so much going on." I think my initial feelings were that it was good, but not great. And I have a few reasons as to why I believe that. But um, I definitely had a good time all throughout. It was a great spectacle. It always is. It was an event going to see this movie. The packed theater, everyone's cheering, and it was just a good time. Yeah, I definitely have to agree with you there, Devin. I think of this a little bit more on the opposite. I thought it was phenomenal. Um, it did feel, I will say, between Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker, now that we have the complete uh, sequel trilogy, I will say as much as I do like The Last Jedi, it does feel out of place in this trilogy that's just the great i think it's just the greater issue of having two directors yeah doing a trilogy it never really made sense in the first place and they kind of saw the issues unfold when they decided to go that route right yeah and and definitely you know when when i was watching this film i was getting a lot of you know like it, it was like i was watching the force awakens again for like the first time and you know it, it just it just felt like this picked up right after or this would have been a part of you know if jj abrams would have you know done the entire trilogy then it would have been if it would have felt like more of a complete story um and i do agree there yeah with uh, ryan johnson i i love ryan johnson i love his work they did that he did on last jedi but i feel like they should have they should have you know started with jj you know since he already started this trilogy and then have ryan johnson do the next trilogy after the hiatus um i know uh, ryan johnson is actually getting a little bit of flack right now online again surprise surprise um saying that you know 
Star Wars fans need to be challenged when it comes to these films and not cater to you. And that's something I actually do agree. Um, that is one of my issues. JJ Abrams does not agree, apparently. Right, yeah, that that whole debacle. I mean, yeah, like I mean, JJ Abrams definitely played it a little bit safe with the Force Awakens, but he still put his own twist on it. Um, I thought it was very, very good. Um, it's definitely one of my top five uh, Star Wars films. I think he's done a phenomenal job with The Rise of Skywalker and The Force Awakens. But I, like I said, I do agree with um, with uh, Ryan Johnson there because you know it's yeah, like in th this movie, it's very fan servicey, and that is exactly what people want. And there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Because um, like I said, for like the fifth time, like I really didn't enjoy it. I do wish. That I mean, I guess I rather have it this way instead of having it to where, you know, um, oh, you know, you have JJ for the first one, and you have Ryan Johnson, then Ryan Johnson fin finishing it out. Um, it would have been interesting to see what um you know a complete ryan johnson trilogy for the sequel trilogy would have been and it would have been really interesting to see for uh jj's full vision as well because i really wanted to know his um <clears throat> excuse me his uh his plans for the uh for his second movie you know moving forward because um this definitely felt um like an apology uh letter i guess in a way to the last jedi naysayers but um, I don't know, man. So I guess, um, you know, since we're talking about the movie, you know, pa Palpatine's back, um, you know, Ben Solo dies, Ray almost pretty much dies. We gets brought back to life in a way. Um, I guess like, I don't know. Uh, what were what the things that you liked about the movie? Um, I loved just, I love the CGI. First of all, I thought everything looked amazing. Like you can say that about every Star Wars, but this one, it just felt like it was all used so perfectly along with the practical effects. Mm. And I think I have one of my new favorite characters in Babu Frick. He is amazing. <laughs> yeah, Babu Frick was funny. His voice was hilarious. I don't know what, like, just sounded so weird, but it was hilarious. Yeah. And, like, he was in the movie for a little bit, not for, like, you know, a super long amount of time, but for, he's, for he's the, the quintessential, parts. like, he's the quintessential <clears throat> cute, like, Star Wars character that does stuff. Yeah, pretty much. And then that new little droid that they had that looks like a, um, a blow dryer. I forgot the name of it. But, I think it was Dio. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right, Dio. Yeah. But when it came to uh, the parts that I liked, I really, really dug, like, the, the very beginning, you know, it starts off with, you know, the echoes of the past of like starting to come back and it's, you know, it's Palpatine all over again. And, you know, you find out that you find out about Ray's parents lineage. Uh, one of the theories was that uh, Ray is the granddaughter of Palpatine, which came true. Ray, Ray Palpatine. Really Ray Palpatine. Off the tongue. I don't think it's like a bad like Ray Palpatine, it's like okay, like yeah, I it does fall off the song, but then you know later on in the movie, the movie which I actually well towards the very end actually, I'm actually kind of like this a lot when she you know she goes back to uh, Tatooine and uh, buries uh, Luke and Leia's lightsaber between the two, and um, you know the passenger comes by and says oh like like oh you know no one's been here for like you know ages centuries or not centuries but for a very long time um and you know they're at she's asking oh like what's your name she's she's like oh i'm ray he's like ray why and then i i did like the nod where she views luke and leia more as her parents 
um, than her actual um, parents did. But even though her um, parents fought to protect her uh, from Palpatine, because, well, we first think that Palpatine wants her dead, but then you find out that Palpatine wanted to, um, you know, turn her to the dark side. And I thought she did. I almost thought she was going to. Uh, Any thoughts about that? Yeah, they had that little little dark dark ray show up with the double bladed lightsaber thingy. Did, did you looking. think that she was actually going to turn or like like you know obviously we saw that scene during like the last trailer um or during the D23 trailer I should say. Um did, did you actually think she was going to turn to the dark side at some point or did you really think she was just going to stay with the light? I obviously thought it was a possibility, but throughout the movie I kind of like kept flipping back and forth. Um, I've never really figured out the ending completely, which is, I guess is a good thing. Yeah, that is true. I'm I'm glad we weren't able to, you know, just, it, it wasn't predictable. Um, it does echo a little bit from The Last Jedi um, with uh, Ben <coughs> dying and essentially redeeming himself, um, you know, and saving Rey's life, which is kind of what happened in, the la- um, in Return of the Jedi, just in a little different of a way yeah. before um, we get to that I, I wanted to say um i think my favorite parts were pretty much every scene i was on th- the first planet they go to i don't remember what it was called but the one that had like the festival going on oh yeah that yeah the, where they ran into um oh my gosh lando yeah i think i think the, all those scenes were my favorite just because they were all so well done and they were all so cool like even just seeing the the stormtroopers with the jetpacks it's such a simple idea but it looks so cool when they jumped off the back yeah that was pretty sweet that chase scene was really cool and then obviously the scene where that we saw in the d23 trailer with or no not d23 was the star wars like the first um, trailer with yeah with ray and kylo like going at it that's it oh it works so well even though we like saw it was coming it just and then her and her and kylo battling to try to save Chewie, and and then you you see the lightning come out of ray you're like oh palpatine interesting yeah, that and actually just, did jump me out of my seat. I was like, whoa, what? And I was like, okay, maybe she's like tapping into like her dark side or it was kinda it was kinda weird because I thought like I was just thinking, well, this is a badass moment, but then immediately they all start screaming and like, no, Chewie and it, it like hit me. I was like, oh no, that might be Chewie dying actually. So it not actually isn't a very exciting thing. Yeah, and you could definitely see the remorse on Ray's face when she's like, I, I literally just killed one of my best friends. Um, and she just feels so terrible about it. And it's it was just and I, I actually thought she was dead for like a hot second. Um, and then, you know, obviously maybe a few minutes later, they're like, Oh, he's alive. And I thought to myself, I'm like, I'm like, you know, do they have like does JJ have the balls to kill off Chewie? I mean, you know, obviously we get, you know, the big three between um, between Leia, Luke, and Han. They obviously all die. Um, but some of the footage that was used for uh, Princess Leia was um, was stock footage, um, so it wasn't necessarily a. Um, I guess you could say not a. You know how they do like the um, CGI. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it, so that, that that was pretty cool. I actually really yeah. like that a lot. Um, a few issues that I did have um, towards the end with you know where it shows Luke and Leia as Force Ghosts. I really wish Ben would have been there because you know he kind of just 
dies and then you never really see him again i, I know you wanted anakin to show up too i really did and i was like we only we only got his voice we only got his him. voice and only got the darth vader voice as well and i was like ah oh, man i was you know, i was hoping it was gonna be the whole skywalker family but i'm like okay you know towards the end i'm like no that would have been really weird but like that definitely i mean this, this film definitely echoes a little a little bit from uh, the Return of the Jedi. We, we we see the Ewoks for 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 a hot second, which is pretty yeah. cool. Um, if if only for like maybe a minute, if that, maybe thirty seconds. Um, another thing is the uh, the Knights of Ren. I really wish that JJ would have at least used them. Yeah, they had, a really, they had a really small part. Throughout yeah, because like you you know, I mean, uh, Kylo's like pissed throughout the entire movie, and then. I don't know where they just pop up and they're like, oh, the Knights of Rem. And like, I thought they were going to play a bigger part in this because, you know, they're teased in Force Awakens. They're never, you know, mentioned in The Last Jedi. And then the Rise Skywalker, like, they're there, but we don't know who they are. We never really see their faces. We just know that it's pretty much Kylo's posse. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, I mean, the fight scenes that they raided were obviously pretty cool, but they just weren't that memorable. Yeah, I, I wish it would have been a little bit more of a backstory uh, as well. And then um, I think those, that was like the last, those are like the two minor things that I had uh, between, you know, Ben. I mean, yeah, we get a little bit of Anakin's voice because, you know, no one's ever really gone. But other than that, um, I can't really think of any other like flaws that I really had. Those are like the two issues that i actually had with it i guess another thing really quick is um you know i, I really was interested in the uh, relationship between because did did finn never told ray what she was what he had to tell her did he i don't think so no no um yeah that, that was another thing is you know they 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 kind of hint or tease that you know ray and finn during the force awakens um what you know have some kind of feelings for each other and you know wherever those feelings may lead is where they lead but um i think they you know he tried to resurface that but you know then you have uh um ray end up kissing ben for like hot second and then he was like peace out i'm i'm gone and i was like yeah. oh well ben's is kind of done but he really i think one of, i think one of the one of the overarching issues of this trilogy is the use of finn throughout the three movies Kind of feels like he just got jerked around through all three movies. Yeah, could have done better. I agree. Yeah, because I mean, he definitely had a really good arc in uh, Force Awakens. I think you know he's definitely in the spotlight in this one. I mean, he he had, he had a lot of screen time in the Last Jedi, but he just didn't do a lot. Yeah, you know? and the stuff the stuff with Jan Jana, I think her name is. She's the new uh, new character that was also a stormtrooper, I guess. Yeah, that, that felt pretty forced. I mean, she was a decent character, but they just I felt like they just threw her in to give Finn like a, a relationship. Love. Yeah, I honestly I feel like it should have been Finn and Ray, um, to be completely honest with you. But uh, Poe Poe had a pretty nice arc, um, over between uh, all three movies. Yeah, I really I really like Poe. Yeah, so that that was great. I mean, you know, C three PO uh, giving up his memory and then getting it back again. But 
that was all things uh um, you know mr ardu t ardu uh r2d2 wow i cannot talk tonight I do you want to you want to pick up that the fifty dollar R two D two container? No, I did not want to pick that up. I was waiting in line, right? And I was like, oh, you know, like how much are the tens? They're like, oh, it's like six bucks each. It's like, oh, they're, they're like, what do you want, the light or the dark? I was like, let me get that Kylo ten, boy. Hey. <laughs> and then they're like, they're like, oh, look at this R two D two thing that we have. But they only had like maybe two boxes of them. I'm like, oh, how much is it? They're like fifty dollars. I'm like, if, if it was twenty, I would have gotten it. Yeah, if it was twenty bucks, sure. But like, that thing did look cool. Yeah, it did. I, I wanted to know how it worked between you know you had the drink on top and then the the uh, popcorn at the bottom. I was like, I'll probably never use this ever again if I ever bought yeah. it. But yeah, it is it is what it is. So um, back back to the movie at hand. Yes, back to the movie at hand. Um, so and, you you kind of went over the the issues that you that you had that seemed mm. pretty minor to you. Um, I had. I think I had two major issues to me that kind of hit right away. And the first one was, I, I really don't know how I feel about the Kylo Ren change and arc. It just, mm. it felt too easy, I guess. And even after he switched over, he kind of just like didn't say much the rest of the movie. And he was just <laughs> yeah. kind of like a, a husk walking around. Yeah. He was like a silent hero, just, you know, <laughs> marching through. But um. I think it just, it just felt like, because all that really happened was he got a message from Leia, and he just, like, switched. It felt pretty simple. Like, yeah. it also felt like he could have done that earlier and stopped a lot of things. Yeah, between him, between his uh, between his mother and, you know, his his father, uh, I guess you could say. Um, and then, yeah, th- that was actually another thing. Um, with Leia, she kind of just dies. Yeah. And, I mean... And it was, it was just to send a message... I to guess, him, she had to use all her energy. Yeah, I mean, like it was, it was cool. Don't don't get me wrong, but you know, as soon as he died, she you know became one with the force as well. Um, we didn't really. I mean, I guess we kind of got like a hint that Leia um, was a Jedi as well. With um, you know, w- within the last uh, with the, for uh, the last Jedi when she. Uh, brings herself back from yeah. the space wreckage. I was like, okay, you know, she knows how to use the force, but did she did she try to communicate to Kylo in the other two movies? I don't remember if she did. Um, in the Last Jedi, her and Kylo somewhat shared a moment during the beginning of the film, uh, where he has like a clear shot as at like her cockpit and was totally going to kill her, and then you know the conflict in him. And then he decides not to. They kind of uh, go back and forth between the two characters. Like she's like looking out the window, and he's like staring down. And it looks like they're sharing a connection, but yeah. They don't it, speak. I mean, I I, under, I understand Leia probably saw like the light inside of him mm. in order to like keep faith. But for him to to flip that switch, it just felt off. Yeah. After kill after killing his dad like so easily, like it meant nothing to him. And then just to switch, and then he cares. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, like you know, between the conflict, you can see it's like you know he's, you know, like there's always a little bit, little, little bit of light within like the darkness, and it was pretty much the same. I wouldn't say the same arc as Darth Vader, but definitely like really uh, echoes his um, ending because he wanted to be so much like his grandfather, but he wasn't even able to, you know, with the whole Force Ghost 
Um, you know, Anakin never really came back as a force ghost to, you know, I think that would have been really nice to kind of, you know, if, 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 and if, um, Ben were to turn to the light and then, you know, between all of his conflicts, Anakin comes to his aid and, you know, explains to him that, you know, his, his uncle, you know, Luke, um, saved him. But mm-hmm. even even with the original trilogy, it was kind of weird with like, oh, you know, one good deed just automatically, um, you know, gets you in with being one with the force. And then essentially you can, you know, live forever within the force. So, I mean, even with the original trilogy, that is a bit, I wouldn't say hokey, just a bit like, okay, you know, Darth Vader is like the baddest mofo in the entire galaxy. He's mowed down so many people, killed a lot of kids, and, you know, there's a lot of comics um, with his journey as actual Vader. And then, you know, the the one thing that he does, he like, he quote unquote, you know, defeats the Emperor, and then he becomes one with the Force because of one good deed. I thought that was kind of odd with the original trilogy, but it pretty much happens here too. Um, I, I also thought it was weird the, the kiss that they had, Ben and Ray. Um, I mean, I always detected there it, was it just, a little it felt bit. Like, it felt like there like wasn't though because of the whole thick Kylo scene, and then she's like, "Could you put some clothes on, please?" <laughs> yeah, it, it felt like there wasn't anything there, and then they just kind of kissed and he died. It just felt kind of random. Yeah, essentially, you know, him giving up his life because, I mean, we even saw this in The Mandalorian, you know, Baby Yoda. Yeah, uh, I was actually going to say, it's kind of a it's kind of a fun fact that it, it never happened before in Star Wars, and The Mandalorian shows that it's possible right before this comes out. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, th- I feel like they did that to kind of, like, cover themselves. But then again, yeah, it's probably. like, I mean, even if you go through a lot of the lore, it's like, you can't really find out like what is the extent to like a Sith or Jedi's power? Because the only thing we really know is that I mean, if you want, yeah, there, there's no there's no set limits on it. Yeah, I don't know why people try to do that. <clears throat> yeah, it and it's crazy. There was literally a guy I saw on Twitter, and he was like complaining with the Last Jedi how you know they destroyed all those uh, fleets with uh with, with their light speed, and he's like, that's not how light speed works. I'm like. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Lightspeed's real, right? I was yep. like, mm. not it's non-fictional. Piece I'm like, there. yeah. I'm like, stop making crap up. Like it was just uh, so annoying. But I digress. Either way, um, so yeah. Um, that's that's the first thing I thought when when I saw the the the, the flip of the switch for good old Ben boy, um, thick boy. The other one, it is very well could be recency bias, and I'm. And possibly in a year or two, I could feel different. But a lot of the end felt very end gamey. Oh, when when they all when the rest of the resistance shows up. Yeah, that's that's the main one, and there's also a couple other ones. But yeah, that part obviously that's a common trope to have the good guys show up at the end and help save the day. But just the way it was done, it felt like kind of a lesser version of what Endgame did because we didn't really know any of those people except for Lando. Lando. And- <laughs> yeah. So that it just felt like a weaker version of what Endgame pulled off. Mm. Um, I didn't I didn't have the same emotions I had with Endgame, obviously. And then the other two things were when Ray and Palpatine were fighting, and then he says, "I am all the Sith." She says, "I am all the Jedi." That was kind of like, like a, I, Thanos and Iron Man. Yeah, like I am inevitable. Then 
she, yeah. yeah, than I am Iron Man. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Definitely. And it actually, that is that is something that kind of like came through my mind um, at first. And I was like, oh, like, I mean, like, you know, I was like, yeah, like, it does seem kind of similar. I was like, oh, I feel like I've seen that before. But, you know, I mean, I guess this is Disney. Um, yeah. And then but, the last thing I thought of was when she had both lifesavers. It was kind of like Thor having both his hammers. Oh, see, I didn't even think about that. I mean, I totally forgot. I was like, okay, I'm like, she's holding two blue lightsabers. I was like, you know, Luke had his green lightsaber, but I forgot he lost it or it got destroyed or I can't really remember. It's been a um it's been like a month since I rewatched like the original trilogy. I kind of just watched Force Awakens The Last Jedi um you know before, you know, just to kind of refresh everything um within my memory, but I do agree with you on that and also with um what it was uh Finn's I guess whatever the the uh, the black girl's name Jana um, Jana I'm yeah. not sure. Like she 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 played a fine part. It was very minor. Like she had a lot of screen time, but it was only because she was following around with Poe. I mean, not Poe. Excuse me, Finn. Yeah. Um. I definitely thought that like we she, also got to talk about how badass those horses in space were. That like, actually that was, was so pretty cool. sweet. I like, I didn't um, know jam, jam their their uh, tusks uh, or whatever they're called. The, the speed, whatever. Yeah, that was whatever, whatever vehicles, and they're like they're not driving them. Yeah, and the horses just come out. That was pretty sweet. That was amazing. I really did like the, you know, between the Sith dagger and um, the uh, Sith, uh, the Wayfinders, like that. Then Cla the classic MacGuffins. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's true. But the um, not um, what was the the Sith worlds? Um, not Essex. Um, it was a weird name. I'm definitely yeah. not gonna remember it it was it was pretty cool though and like i really um you know with with palpatine i think they did a really nice job because he did look old and decrepit it didn't look like yeah. he was you know like oh hi like i'm here and it's like wow you look exactly the same after you know vader threw you over that um that whole like banister and then and it, it does make sense that he's been pulling the strings this whole time yeah and I, I, that's what i wanted to talk about with uh with snoke Saying, saying that you know he's the one who created Snoke in order to, you know, get Snoke, everyone. Snoke to come was just together. a puppet, basically. Yeah, and honestly, I think that's fine because, I mean, it's it's kind of switched in the original trilogy because you don't find out about Palpatine uh, or the Emperor until Empire Strikes Back, and even then, you really don't know the limits of his uh, abilities. And it's like, okay, and then that's totally like a Sith to, you know, use someone else to, you know, um, to to gain whatever they're trying to accomplish. So I was like, okay, yeah, with Snoke, that's totally fine. Um, so, so I guess, like, how did you feel about uh, Rey being a Palpatine and her being the granddaughter of um, Emperor Palpatine? I'm, I'm glad it didn't get spoiled because it did catch me off guard. It did for me, but I know I watched. I remember watching a video a few weeks back, and that was one of the theories that they came up with. That you, like one of them was that uh, Ray was a clone of Anakin. Um, that's why she was, you know, so I guess within the Force Awakens when it came to Anakin's lightsaber, that's why she was so so drawn to it. And I was like, oh, that would have been pretty cool but i did like okay you know it's you know it's it's grand kids versus grandkids 
um, in, the, yeah. in this movie, which I it, it's it's very Star Wars, and I guess um, now that I really think of, I really like. I mean, Ray, yes, she did technically come from nothing. Um, in a way, it was just you know, it's not like her parents were anyone important, which is still pretty cool. I kind I kind of liked it that way. Yeah, I said in the past that I don't really like how Star Wars has to make everyone related. Like, yeah, I understand it's kind of like what they do, but. I don't think it has to happen every time. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't. Like, I, I kind of liked it uh, being Palpatine. It was just kind of a nice. It was a nice twist. Ray Palpatine. Yeah. And yeah, because I was like, oh, but like, you know, that'd be interesting. You know, if she ends up being his granddaughter, and like, I, I guess so. I kind of just blocked it from my mind. But like, I was still shocked. I was like, holy crap! Like that came true. Like, wow, that's awesome. So it wasn't like a letdown for me, um, in any means. But it was, you know, she. It's kind of like she always knew who her parents were, but like you can really see the the struggle between Ray and this film as well. I mean, you know, we always knew that there was struggle within Kylo Ren, but um, this is definitely uh, a film that you know tested Ray's uh, beliefs and you know what she's actually fighting for. Because she literally could have turned to the dark side like so quick and just. She almost like, had to. I mean, I yeah, and I thought I thought that they were gonna kind of switch it. It's like okay, you know, like it's called the Rise of Skywalker. I mean, we know that the reason why now, but I thought it was dealing more with Ben, where you know they essentially you know swap sides, where you know Ray starts to you know feel the pain and the sorrow and the anger that you know comes with like you know coming from nothing and her finding out the truth about who she is and then you know kylo having to either kill her but i feel... I, thought, I thought he's gonna have to kill palpatine and then have the evil go into him and then ray would have to kill uh, yeah kylo. well i mean technically she did kill kylo for like a hot second when they were battling on uh the uh, Death yeah, Star. Yeah, I, I, I always so... i always hate when the good guys save the bad guys yeah, and I was like, oh, wow, is this really, like, the end of, like, you know, Kylo already, and then it's just going to go on, but, um, you know, obviously, they are going to be making um, another trilogy, but after this, they uh, they just said they are going on a, on a uh, bit of a hiatus for about, I think it's, like, three to four years. I think it honestly needs to be around five years, just because, you know, I mean, we're already getting, you know, Ben Kenobi. Um, you know, season two of the Mandalorian, and yeah, we have we have Disney Plus to hold us over, which is nice. Yeah, which it was just totally fine. I think we definitely need a break from the major Star Wars. You know, whatever Episode Ten, what they could have gone on with. And actually, I was thinking, I was like, well, maybe they should have they should have just put this on Ten, and then Ten should have just been like, you know, the grand finale, everyone coming together and. Uh, what have you so I have like you know this trilogy and then have like one more um, but not have that it's you know for a few years but I mean it is what it is I really did enjoy everyone's performance with this and you know with uh, Star Wars coming to a close you know um, you know reading up on a few of my uh, Star Wars uh, trivia and facts that um, you know some of these characters and the Rise of Skywalker could possibly show up as either cameos or other side characters within the new trilogy, but obviously it wouldn't be, um, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe Ray would be there possibly because, you know, she, she has a really nice arc. And I really think that this, the rise of Skywalker between all nine films, it actually does, 
um it is a satisfying ending because it yeah. has always been palpatine pulling the strings the I, I, think I was actually time. i was actually gonna say i think one of my biggest takeaways from this movie and the entire trilogy is is how perfect ray and daisy ridley were made as choices yeah They're, she's just like the ultimate star wars character to me was, she, she so, really is she's so unique and you could just tell from from the force awakens how special she was and it came full circle yeah yeah and yeah like as as i said on our predictions uh podcast you know when when i um you know when i when i first saw the force awakens i was just like instantly in love with her i was just like wow she's just she's charismatic she's just amazing she like she really fits within the star wars universe she's not just some random you know girl that they meet on an adventure she is the main character and um, you know, the, the mysterious past that she has, and it's kind of, it's kind of like as she gets older, you know, she starts remembering a few things here or there, but, um, I really, um, an, I guess another small thing would be, you know, with, with Palpatine, um, and, and it is possible Palpatine had children before he became, you know, old and decrepit, because, I mean, the same thing happened with Darth Vader, um, you know, before, uh, his transformation as well. So I really do wish that we would have gotten maybe a little bit more Force Ghosts, um, maybe like another Yoda Force Ghost. But um, I don't know. Like I said, you know, this this film is um, it's fan base. It's very fan base heavy, but so is Endgame. And it turned out to be fantastic. And, you know, regardless of the tomato meter for the critics, I think this movie is going to be doing very, very well. Um you know, it's a lot of people say, oh, you know, the critics hate it. It must mean it's really, really good. But it's, you know, I, I think that this film would shut up a lot of the uh, toxic Star Wars people out there. But then again, there's always going to be toxic Star Wars uh, fans out there, no matter how you slice it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's crazy. Speaking but... speaking of uh, toxic people in general, mm-hmm. I wanted to I wanted to touch on. Um, there's been a lot of drama surrounding the kissing scene between the two females at the end oh yeah that was like that was god that happened for like what yeah Five I, saw seconds? That a, I saw that a couple days before the movie came out and i was like oh, okay that's interesting and then i was waiting for it to happen and i was like oh that's it that's why people are freaking out so I wanted, I wanted to give i wanted to give props to this movie for doing it that way because i think that that's the perfect way to incorporate and and have representation for people that are that are gay because they made it a normal thing they didn't like zoom in on the kiss they didn't make people like be shocked and react they normalized it which is exactly what you have to do to to make people realize that it's a normal thing to have those feelings yeah yeah i, I would definitely agree you know it wasn't like in your face in your face you know it happened for... they, they didn't make it a spectacle they just made it a normal thing because that's exactly what it is it's a yeah. normal thing yeah, the, the 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 resistance won, and you know everyone was celebrating. They're happy to see their loved ones, and I believe one of the girl, uh, the one she had kind of like a longer nose. I believe that she was in the Last Jedi. Um, I can't remember if she was in the Force Awakens, but I definitely remember her in the Last Jedi. And you know, I mean, it's 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 a big universe, so it's it's pretty normal that something like this would happen. Um, it just, just I guess, as normal as between uh, the kiss between Kylo and, and Daisy, because I always do feel like something was a little bit there because they, they were connected, not just in the sense of, you know, uh, Snoke bridging their minds, but, you know, it, it just seemed like they, they had 
I mean, with them being essentially the last two Jedi, the last two lightsaber wielders, you know, they definitely have more of a connection towards each other because, you know, everyone else is, you know, like, oh, you know, like there's stories of the Force and the Sith, and, you know, they say it in Force Awakens, you know, it's true, all of it, you know, the Jedi, the Sith, it's real, all of it's real. And, you know, Poe pretty much can, I mean, not Poe, why? Why do I keep saying Poe? Finn pretty much confirms this and you know i think he's talking to um uh that that other character who they magically found out that they were both captive of you know the first order order or now it should be the final order um you know just renamed but still up to their same old shenanigans but yeah man no all i actually want i did want to touch on uh oscar because i know we've been talking about daisy and um uh, John Boyega for a while. So, uh, what did you think of Poe's arc within this movie? You know, especially with his his somewhat love interest. Um, I forgot what her name was, but she seemed like a pretty interesting character. Zori. Zori. Played by Carrie Russell. Yeah, yeah, I saw her on the. She was on the Jimmy Kimmel's uh, late night show a few nights ago, um, with the rest of the cast, and I was kind of interested to see. We, uh, who she was playing I'm like oh yeah that's right she's playing she had a pretty cool get up though I liked it yeah I've, I've always liked Poe I know some people didn't like him but I just think he's like he's perfect as he is he's just like the, the, the guy who takes charge and, and does cool stuff kind of like Han Solo light in a way yeah yeah I would definitely agree I kind of like him a little bit more just because um, I don't know I feel like I feel like we got a little bit more time with Poe Mm-hmm. Their entire trilogy. Um, I mean, yeah, Han was always there. It's like, oh, you know, I'm I'm this bad guy or not a bad guy. You know, I'm a bounty hunter, whatever, whatever. I don't like getting close to people. But um, yeah, I mean, here's yeah, so that's the thing about Poe. He's he's always been he's always been on the good side. Yeah, and but yeah, and with even with this movie, you know, it's it's between you know the the between uh he's a he's a spice runner. Yeah, what is a spice runner? I was gonna. Uh, ask. Oh, I have no idea. They were like Spice Runner, and he was like, "I'm sorry, weren't you uh, part of the Stormtrooper? Yes, <laughs> weren't you a scavenger?" I thought that was fun. I can go, I can go all day. <laughs> that was yeah. Really I think, think Poe definitely had a few of the funnier moments in the movie. I like towards the end when he kind of like gives a gives a face to uh to Zori, and she's like, "Nope," and he just like shrugs. Yeah, it off. he tries to kiss her again. He's like, "All right, okay, whatever, whatever. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. It is what it is. You know. Oh well." But yeah, I really did like how they, you know, um, how JJ put um, these three uh, together between um, Ray, uh, Finn, and Poe, because it definitely felt like a more complete story um, with that. But like I said, you know, I, I really do wish that JJ would have done this entire trilogy, and I think that's one thing that Disney needs to take away. It's like you know, um, from all this, if if you're going to do a trilogy, you need to hire one director, and that's it. Yeah, you know, going back and forth. Um, like I say, you know, as much as I do love the Last Jedi, I really, really love it. It's it is something new, something different. And like I say, you know, Ryan Johnson was completely right. You know, Star Wars fans need to be challenged. They need to do something new, something different, not just cater to and everything that you know, um, everything that they're used to. You know, just more catered and you know, fan servicey. Which, like again, it's totally fine. It's just. Um, you know, moving forward, you know, if Ryan Johnson gets his whole, whole trilogy, great. 
cool that means we're getting some new star wars stuff we're done with luke we're done with leia we're done with thank god just we're, we're done with all of that you know it's it, it was a great great arc and even with um you know ray dying like i i, I felt a little something because it, it was it happened so sudden and you know at first i thought she was just you know like tired or kind of just overall just a little weary of what just happened but you know it was i was like oh she's like dead and i was like actually tearing up a little bit um there for a second but uh was there anything else you wanted to touch on i think we got it all are you ready to give your score yeah yeah man i'm i'm, I'm ready to give my score i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready um <laughs> what was um oh, what would you give this uh the star star wars rise of skywalker out of a uh, hundred yeah like i mentioned before i did i did i had two like semi-major issues in my mind being kylo ren's arc and also how endgame it felt i obviously don't think it was as bad as the critics think but i don't think it was quite as good as the audience scores giving i'm gonna go somewhere in the middle i'm gonna go with an 80 okay all right so so good but not great right right um yeah like like i said before um you know the, the two minor things i had you know i wish that they they would have either mourned over um you know ben giving his life to save ray you know obviously she shows gratification uh, <laughs> uh between all that but uh, i really wish they would have expended that a little bit more um, and then I really wish that we would have got more of the Knights of Ren because literally they were kind of just there. Um, and, you know, they didn't really talk. We didn't know who they were. Everyone was so interested to see who they were in The Force Awakens because, you know, we show them in the flashbacks where they, the rest of the Jedi that Luke was training but turned to the dark side. You know, who were they? That's the only thing I wish we would have gotten. There was no post credit scene, no med credit scene whatsoever. I Googled that while I was sitting there because I knew that's why everyone else was sitting around and waiting yeah. after the credits. I, I always look it up on IMDb after a movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are my two, uh, my, I guess you say minor flaws, but I'm actually going to uh, go a little bit more higher than the audience. Um, uh, just by two, I'm, I'm going to get a, a solid 90 out of 100. Um, you know, with this being the last of like this huge, huge saga, and you know, it's so hard to wrap up a saga as big as this because you know, this is one of the um, you know, the world's biggest properties next to Lord of the Rings. I mean, even Pokemon and Gen, that's huge. I think that's like the biggest franchise in the world. But Star Wars, you know, movie-wise, it's just nothing has been able to touch it. You know, you have your Trekkies, people who love Star Trek. But there's something about Star Wars that I think that really speaks volumes to everyone. And there's, and no matter what Star Wars film that you watch, uh, whether either be Rogue One or Solo Star Wars Story, um, there's always something for someone who is a star wars fan if you like star wars the clone wars the animated series more than the movies and that's totally fine because you know what i love it too um you know if you love the mandalorian it's more of a space western you know a lot of shit's hitting the fan there especially with <clears throat> this past um you know episode that we've gotten it's um it's definitely you know what there's like one or two episodes one left, more I think one my gosh it's gonna be insane but you know, there's always there there there's something for everyone when it comes to Star Wars. 
So I'm definitely giving, you know, I'm sticking with my 90 out of 100. Um, this honestly is definitely going to be ranking within my top five uh, Star Wars films. It, it, it may it may come in with, with, between my top three as well um, on uh, Letterboxd. So yeah, 90 out of 100. I, I love the movie. It was... It was a. It didn't feel out of place. It didn't feel forced. It didn't feel rushed. It was exactly what it needed to be. I do wish that J.J. Abrams would have taken a little bit more of a risk, but that is okay. You know, uh, we're gonna get more Star Wars films within the, the within the years to come. So, um, I believe that actually concludes our spoiler-heavy review of Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. And before we close out here today, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Film Optics. And Optics is spelled O-P-T-I-X. And as always, Devin, thank you for coming on uh, with me to uh, review uh, all these great movies. You know, the year is coming to a close. we got a few more to go, but we can make it for sure. Absolutely. Um, we, and all we did it. We did it. Yeah. We, we pretty, now, now we can finally go on Twitter without worrying about running into a spoiler because i was so afraid the entire week i was gonna run into something i swear Devin, i was i was very afraid i didn't want anything to like oh like wow that was okay like you know or oh yeah you know i saw that online wherever wherever like even like you said with um you know even even with the the theories that we've gotten you know especially with Ray being the granddaughter of Palpatine, like it was still a shock to me because I didn't think it was gonna be true at first. So I was like, you know, maybe it's just she's related to someone else, or you know, she just doesn't come from anywhere. But um, yeah, between that and also, you can listen to this review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Anchor as well. Um, you know, we're going to be taking a bit of a break for uh, next week, you know, since um, it is the holidays. We want everyone to, you know, enjoy, um, you know, Christmas or whatever holiday that you do celebrate with your family. So between um, our spoiler heavy, heavy review and our non spoiler review of Star Wars, those will be the last two reviews that we'll um, be putting up until after um the new year i'm assuming and you know we'll kind of get in to our best of the decades podcast and as well as you know it is also award season we have a few other uh reviews coming out between uh, uncut gems and maybe little women if i can get Devin to see it but i don't know he might only for F florence Pugh, but we shall see and there's a lot there's a lot coming out and bombshell as well they came out and this weekend. i haven't seen 1917 yet yeah, that's right and don't forget cats <laughs> no. yeah i think we can skip on the cats honestly it's rough i mean i almost went to go see it you know i had a free screen or two and i was like you know what is this even worth it probably not so it is what it is but um that concludes today's um spoiler heavy review of star wars the rise of skywalker and we will see you guys in the next one peace